Dracares. I can't think of anything that they say in Lord of the Rings, so I can't say that. Mm, I don't know. All those momos. <laughs> those, I'll tell you what. Those Harfoots are momos. I don't know what a momo is, but... Yeah, I was going to say, I don't even... What, what is a momo? I don't know. Joey Diaz says... I should probably Google it right now to make sure I'm not saying horribly oh, offensive. Oh, God, thing. yeah. Okay, well... It is a Tibetan steamed dumpling filled with meat or vegetables. Yeah, we'll what is Momo that. slang for? A moron. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> we're talking about Rings of Power this week. And House of the Dragon. Yeah. They Mortal both kind of wrapped up at a similar time, so... Mm-hmm. Um, both taking place in fantastical worlds. Not just any fantastical world, but an olden age fantastical world. The fantastical worlds. Honestly, like nowadays, like if anybody brings up fantasy, what do you think they're going to say first, Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings? uh, If you ask somebody our age, probably Game of Thrones. Yeah. But if you ask somebody dad's age, maybe Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> um. <coughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was it was very much Westeros versus Middle Earth, and in this boy, fall were we season, wrong. boy, we were really wrong. We thought House Rings of the Dragon of Power was gonna be good. Yeah, we thought it was gonna clock House of the Dragon. Yeah, that that did not happen. Um, that was the complete opposite. I mean, yeah. We've been kind of vocal about the show unofficially during, like, our other pods, but, oh my, oh, was that Reggie in the background? Yeah. I forgot to turn on echo cancellation, so. Yeah, whatever. Did Reggie like Rings of Power? Uh, he didn't ever watch with me, so. Good for Reggie. Um, no, yeah, um, Rings of Power is boring. Let's just be. Let's call it as it is. Oh, man, they yeah. So spoiler review. If you haven't seen it, you're not missing much. But if you want to listen to what we have to say, if you love Lord of the Rings, go see it. But I mean, I don't think you're missing a ton. Yeah, man, they found a new way every week to make each episode boring than the previous. I, the show I started mean, like, out fairly strong. It like the that, first like 15 minute opening, uh, with the elves and uh, Morgoth with Morgoth but whatever world that they were in like the elves didn't start in Middle Earth the elves started in Valinor Valinor that was cool I wish we stuck I wish there was more time in Valinor and we gotta get into some of this because I think Amazon wasn't able to purchase all the rights for the story that like was to be told like the Tolkien estate only sold like stuff from a certain age to them dude the rights for Lord of the Rings are everywhere like it i like apparently of the rings rights um because like some other rights were just sold off somewhere else and they're making video games and they're making other shows and i'm like i'm so confused right now well yeah but so the opening of the show yeah like on valinor and with morgoth and the elves and even with like a little bit of sauron 
I was hyped. I was like, this is sick right now. I'm super excited for the show. And they did their stuff with Galadriel, like, way in the north uh, at that, like, orc outpost. And I was like, all right, I can get behind some of this. And then it just got so much slower after that. <laughs> it literally, the car was in drive. And they decided to throw it in park while you were going 60 miles an hour down the highway. Yeah, they threw it in park and hit the e-brake. Yeah, it was everything at once. And you're like, what? I will be entirely honest with you. I don't know. I could not tell you a single meaningful thing that happened between the beginning of the show and Mount Doom happening. Like, I think they discovered Mithril and... That was it. They discovered Mithril. I don't, I don't know what... Like, I understand, like, there's a difference between being, like, a slow burn and just dragging. But, like, oh, my God, this show... Taking your time to get to the point. And the, the, my issue with the re- rings of power is, like, okay, we hit a point where I'm, like, okay, I'm interested now. I guess we're, like, starting to, like, hit the stuff that I was thought was going to be in the beginning. The, the, se- the season was going to be about Sauron, but we didn't realize who Sauron was till the end, and you... You kind of you described it perfectly, and I didn't think about it. But then you described it. I'll let you say that. But um, it was just boring. I'm I'd like every. I, it was clocking into work again, like at there night. Was, I'm like, there was only one episode I enjoyed, and that was the episode that Mount Doom was created. That episode, I was like, I give this episode like an eight out of ten. Like the fight at that village with um, yeah, Arondir, the elf, yeah. I, like that episode was good i'd give that one like an eight out of ten and i was like this is cool and i was really excited because mount doom was formed like they flooded they were digging all those trenches and like the water came flowing through and it completely created uh the south winds it transformed them into mordor. mordor and i was like oh this is sick all right the show's gonna get better from here on out and then the next episode it did the same thing and i was like slow back down right now? Yeah. like this is terrible um, and I thought it was going to get interesting when we saw, uh, oh, what's the elf that was, the evil elf that was controlling? Adar. Like, Adar. I was like, this Dude, is going to be Adar cool. is cool. I, I will say this. Adar is a cool character. But there's only like three characters that I cared about in this show. Elrond. Yeah, Elrond. Adar. And then Elrond again. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, and then probably Elrond again. Galadriel had to be the most boring character in the show i and like she for did so- some of the she had just some of the dumbest decisions for and, okay, and, I, I got i gotta say this right now you go real you, quick you go before we go but so yeah at the end of the first episode where like she's about to go back to valinor the head honcho elf is telling her hey <laughs> you've done your service and you're being kind of a pain in the butt right now because you're trying to keep finding the orcs and they don't exist anymore so go back to valinor and she's like, I don't feel like I deserved it. So she jumps off the boat before she gets to Valinor. I'm like, okay, great idea. Now you're going to swim like 30 miles back to, <laughs> to Middle Earth. But not with her swim stroke, man. That was terrible. That was terrible. But so she gets picked up in that uh, shipwreck crew. That uh, There's that whole story there, that subplot. And they go to Numenor. The Numenor plotline has to be the worst plotline in any TV show 
I've ever seen. It was I couldn't so... tell you what even happened. I I could I honestly don't know either. We met Isil. The only interesting parts. We met Isildur, yep. who's eventually going to screw everybody over. And well, he's going to doesn't he kill Sauron physically? Well, he get well he kill he cuts the ring off. He's supposed to throw it in because I say this it. line. Whenever something has to be thrown away, I'm like, cast it into the fire! Because, like, you see Elrond shouting at him. He's like, Isildur! And then, like, he's like, ooh, the ring is mine. He goes away with it, and then, you know. Because everybody thought he got crushed under all that, like, uh, rubble. I mean, obviously he's not dead, unless if there's, like, another Isildur just vibing out there. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest with you, man. No, you go. I didn't even realize that Isildur was, like, dead. Because I... I sat on my phone a majority of these episodes. It like not, it would get so I'm sitting there and watching. I'm just like bored. I'm like, oh, okay, look at that. The ceiling looks pretty cool. I'm like, God. Yeah, I, I would have rather watched paint dry than finish this show. And the thing that sucks about this show too is each episode is probably a minimum of like seventy minutes. I, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, can we get a 50 minute? Because, like, it's at the end of a long day. Like, I would watch them, like, after, like, I get done with, like, three hours of jujitsu. I'm like, I'm exhausted. I just want to chill and watch some TV. TV. I'm like, all right. Yeah. I'm like, cool. I guess I got to watch. I got to watch Rings of Power because we got to review it. I'm like, maybe it'll be a shorter one. Hour and 20 minutes. I'm like, God, these oh episodes my. were so long and nothing happened like for a majority like you could probably take out 10 minutes of important stuff that happened in each episode but, yeah okay this is like gonna sound this is gonna sound bad but the whole Numenor plot line the Numenorians <laughs> hate the elves and of course Galadriel tucking her hair behind her ears showing off her pointy ears and like just put your damn <laughs> hair over your ears so nobody knows you're an elf. Just call it good, and then you'll be good to go. But she's, like, showing off her ears and everything, like, I'm an elf. I'm like, okay, I get wanting to be proud that you're an elf, but, like, you're Read the room. in a sea of, like, a hundred million. Like, just get out of there. Read the room. Nobody here likes you. You just got to play it down. But, yeah. So, I just thought that was... I mean, and then the Numenorians ended up helping her in the end to, to, like, fight the orcs and the Southlands, but it didn't actually work at the end of the day because they ended up taking the Southlands. The only plot line I liked was Elrond's. And they spent so little time with it. It's like, the, the relationship... issues with that, too. Uh, like, with what parts? I swear to God, Elrond and Durin's relationship was, like... We don't like each other. Okay, we rekindled our relationship. We don't like each other again now. All right, we but rekindled it's our relationship. No, I know, it, but they just kept it kept happening like every episode, and I was like, okay, we get it. You guys have a fractured relationship, and it's not even Elrond's fault. No, it's just Durin's was like, ah, mm-hmm. this isn't good. Actually, um. They're, so they're in Khazad Dun, which might be one of the coolest names um, of, like, any location ever. Um, there's a Wi-Fi network in my building. Some Someone has a Wi-Fi named Khazad Dun, and I'm like, I want to befriend this person. Or not, because they probably like watching boring TV. They could. Maybe they listen to the show, and I just totally wrote, we 
you just totally roasted them. No, sorry, buddy. I would love to like actually like I I would love to talk to somebody who like really loved this show and ask them why they loved it and like have them point out specific things like what they thought the show did well. I see like some people on social media who are a fan of it. It's like, and if you like it, that's good. But I mean, again, I and those people are like avid. They read the books and they. I just realized I was talking about the Numenorean plotline being the dumbest plotline, but I just completely ignored the Harfoot one, which is stupid. Somehow finds a way to be worse than the other one. The Harfoot plotline was... I forgot that that even was a plotline. It was so horrendously bad. It was... Nothing happened besides the wizard... Okay, spoilers if you haven't seen it. The guy who they think is Sauron shows up. Turns out he's probably Gandalf. Or he's one of the wizards. I don't know. He's a he's a wizard of some type. Yeah, he's an Istar. Nothing happened. Well, his name's Istar. He's one of the my, my, my I don't know, whatever. He's you, one of the yeah. Istars, but there's it's like five wizards that are then a part yes. Of Nothing happens with them. Like oh, and then like they're singing songs, and I'm like, what am I watching right now? This is Disney on Ice. Yeah, it was that. Every time they would show up, I would pull my phone out because I was like, I had no idea how that storyline was going to connect to, because at least I could see how Elrond's and Galadriel's and uh, the Southlands, the Southlands, Arondir's plotline were going to connect. I was like, I can see how they could do something to tie these in. With theirs, I was like, oh God, I don't know how this is going to pull in. And it didn't. Like, it was just there. Yeah, and I it was dumb. It was so dumb, in my opinion. And I don't yeah. like bashing on shows, but holy moly, dude. Like, it was just insanely dull. Yeah. They set things up. Like, they set up the Balrog at the end of that episode with uh, Durin, where they're going to mine for more Mithril, which I, I loved everything with Durin and Elrond. Albeit it was slow at times and wasn't great, like, and I said that it gets repetitive, I still enjoyed it because, I don't know, I thought Elrond was, like, the most interesting character, and I thought that point of, like, the elves are gonna die if you yeah. don't give us more mithril, like, and you're the only people that are able to, like, mine it for us. Yeah, and I, I like Durin arguing with his father, but I swear to God, that happened. they had, like, seven different arguments. I, and it was, like, the same arguments, so too, like, over and over again. It's just, like, my man... Yeah, please. But so they set up that Balrog, and I was like, all right, sweet. Uh, I guess maybe in between seasons two and five now, because this is confirmed for a five-season series. I'm like, oh, God, I can't wait to come back to this in two years, and I'm praying that, like, it's better, but I can't imagine it being much worse than this. Yeah, and honestly, we were talked about, there's nothing to talk about for this show. Oh, well. People just ripping by your apartment. Yeah, they are. Um, well, to talk about the talk about. you, I'm gonna let you rip on this because I thought the reveal. I thought the reveal of Sauron was stupid, but you put it in a way. I, I sat there. I was like, they really biffed. This was really biffed. Well, like I imagine Sauron. Yeah, so when Galadriel jumps off the boat and she starts swimming away, she runs into that castaways. And there's a guy on that named Halbrand who's like, 
I'm a very bad guy. You don't know what I've done, blah, blah, blah. And then each episode from there on out, it's like little foreshadowing of how he's potentially going to be Sauron. And Adar is like taunting him when they capture. And he's like, what have I done to you before? Have I killed someone you love? Da, da, da. And then he just walks away. And it's like, okay, so you're going to be Sauron. And then they finally reveal who Sauron is because he's talking about how they need to craft a mithril into like rings, like these base the rings of power. They need to craft the rings of power. And he's saying how that they go, it's not something that you craft under the flesh, but over the flesh. And that's when Galadriel puts two and two together and she's like, oh my god, this is Sauron. Bro, I don't care. Like, they just made Sauron some dude. Well, you, well, the thing is, what you told me and what you texted me about was, you're like, hold up. So Sauron, he like says to Galadriel, like, oh, we could we rule together. Or like, he's in love with her, I guess, somehow. They fall in love. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, well, we could rule together. Da, 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 oversee all of this. She's like, I could be a good guy again. Or she'll come back. She says no. And then he just decides he's going to be a bad guy again. And what did you text me? I want you to say this because it was so funny. I don't remember. What did I say to you? You texted me and you're like, I, because you said like, I always th- think of Sar- thought of Sauron as this awesome evil wizard. Who oh, could, yeah. Who could ball out. And really, he's just this incel dude who got denied by Ga- Galadriel. Yeah. He's this hulking monster who's got this, like, rings apart. And, like, you see him in the Lord of the Rings Fellowship where he's, like, bashing people, like, all these elves across the map. And he's absolutely bodying them. And now I know when I'm watching that movie again, I'm going to be like, yes, it's some virgin who got rejected by Galadriel and just is all bummed about it now. Yeah, it was. I just, he's just some dude. Like, I don't like that. I know that Sauron is some dude. And I hate that they were trying to humanize him. Like, I don't, there's some villains that I just don't need humanized. And Sauron is one of those villains that I do not need humanized. It's like. It's like if they tried to humanize Emperor Palpatine. I don't need Emperor Palpatine humanized. I was going to say the exact same thing. I was like, it's, it's like villains like Sheev Palpatine does not need to be a human. He needs to be this evil force that just exists. Sauron is an evil force that needs to exist. You can humanize maybe somebody like Saruman. I guess they didn't, but like they kind of did, not really. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's a simple plot line though, where it's like you have the big bad, and then you have like the number one, Vader and Palpatine. It's the same thing. You can humanize them, but the thing is, is like you could have done that with Morgoth, but we don't know who Morgoth was because he died within the first like ten minutes of the show. So it's that was that. Well, they kind of humanize Adar, and, like, that's... I feel like that's who you humanize. You humanize Adar. They did, but they didn't because he's still evil, and he's, like, overseeing Mordor now, and now Halbrand is back to Mordor because he made it there in, like, two seconds. I, like... It took Sam and Frodo two movies to get to Mordor. It took (laughs) Halbrand five minutes of screen time. I, I honestly don't know what... I don't know who the actor is who plays Halbrand, but, like, he's a good-looking dude, but I don't want to see his face anymore. I want to see Sauron, like, in the yeah. in in the armor, giant, hulking monster. I don't want to see this guy. I This is not – it's not whatever. Well, that's just I, it. I'm questioning. I'm like, how does he get into that? Does he, like, take some potion where he gets big? Does he <laughs> so, get put some stilts on? He's like, ooh. That, he that's what I'm just Sauron questioning. It's, it's dumb. 
Now, okay, here's what I'll say. There was like a cute little reference back to um, the first Fellowship of the Ring where Halbrand's trying to get Galadriel on his side and he says to her, um, oh, what's the quote? He says, like, when remember in Fellowship of the Ring when Galadriel goes like God mode in front of Frodo and she's like, you'd have a queen. Queen, of, yeah. Uh, not an emperor. Stronger uh, than the foundations of the earth. Yes. Yes. Halbrand says that line to her um, when he's talking about how they'd make a great team up. He's like, I would have a queen who would be stronger than the foundations of the earth. He said that. And then I thought that that was a good little like callback to like, or future callback to like her when she's talking to Frodo about how if she had the ring, um, she would have, she would be a queen stronger than the foundations of the earth. Cause it's like, she's been in this situation before. But this is another thing that frustrates me because again now you're basically taking a plot line and this is where things will jump in the house of the dragon here soon but like you're doing the same plot line in a prequel series that picks up in a movie series and yeah. we already know how that movie series ends if you did something different then that'd be interesting but like it's sauron now throughout these five seasons and i know that that's not going to get resolved because it doesn't get resolved until the lord of the rings movies yeah i this this first season was a setup to the show that i thought we were going to get in this season we didn't see the rings of power till the end of the first season and that's fine you know what if that's what you're setting up but do it in a better way set it up all the rings yet we got three of them there's supposed to be nine for the um what is it six for the dwarves nine for the l or nine for men three for elves and then sauron crafted the one ring in mordor how many rings of power are there how many the number one is how many rings does lebron have it's four. Oh yeah power are there how many rings of power are there i think it's like 19 or 18 they're 20 i guess yeah three rings for the elven kings under the sky seven rings for the dwarves nine rings for men mortal men doomed to die and one ring to rule them all sauron's ring hmm. here's the thing though i hear that and i'm thinking I'm like god we have to get like nine characters to get a ring and then we have to get like I'm thinking of the amount of characters that have to get a ring that we have to have some understanding of because you can't just give these rings out to people well, the nine men that get the ring turn into the ring wraiths. Oh, that's kind of cool. You didn't know that? They talked about I, it. And... I forgot. Um, yeah, so we'll see the Witch King of Angmar. That'd be dope. I, again, like, uh, this was just a very bad first season. And they totally... And I can't imagine it getting it better. I mean, I can't imagine getting it worse. I thought we were going to see some serious Balrog action. Nope. Yeah. This I don't know. was the most expensive show of all time. This was more expensive than movies. This was an eight hundred million dollar show. And it Dude. was bad. Well, the thing is, they haven't even started the second season yet. We're not gonna see the second season for two years. They better drop the most insane trailer of all time. They for the drop second the most season. Insane show of all time. Yeah. They sunk so much money into this. Well, I think what most of the costs were, though, was buying the rights to the to make a show about this. 
What a waste. And again, like I, everything I've seen with com- people complaining, because from what I know so far, and like doing just light reading on it, is that they've tried to condense like these is like this is multiple thousands of maybe not thousands but hundreds of years of like stories that they're compacting into one season so like yeah. the, like the parts of the seal door isn't supposed to happen with some other things with i don't remember specifics of it but they're compressing basically the books down very very harshly right now yeah and i don't know i don't think amazon was given either the right they either didn't buy the right stuff to tell their story or the Tolkien estate didn't give them enough content so they could make a story well they don't have the rights to the Silmarillion which I think is the loose outline I don't, man, I don't know I, I really want to speak with someone who really likes it because I know Drew I think Drew really likes the show I don't know if he's listening hopefully he is but I saw he like post something he was like crying during the family I'm like man I was crying because I was bored but like I was crying because I was finally done with yeah I mean if I I want to talk to him because it seems like he liked it. Um, he's the I, only person I know who liked it. I could not have more polar opposite thoughts. I I really didn't enjoy this show. And I was telling you when it first started coming, I was like, dude, you need to start watching now because it's going to pile up on you. And it piled it up did. on me. I didn't watch. I stopped watching after episode four. So I had to watch five, six, seven, and eight. And I was like, Jesus Christ. This can't be anywhere. <laughs> because I got ahead of you at one point, and I was like, oh my god, nothing. I'm like, there's one cool moment that happens. Like, what happened? Like, they make Mount Doom, and you're like, you're like, god, this better blow my socks off. This is so dumb. I, dude, I want to talk about that Mount Doom scene. There's just dialogue in this that's funky, too. I think the funkiest thing is that, uh, I. I don't know. I don't want to get into that whole thing. That's. I'm going to talk something. about House of the Dragon. I do too. But there, one quick thing I thought was funny. I saw a meme where when Mount Doom was made, or when Mordor was created, the dude that asks Adar, he's like, what will you call it? And where it gave the title reveal of like the Southlands, mm-hmm. and then it changed into Mordor. Somebody had to go from the Southlands into Florida. <laughs> I was like, that's kind of funny. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. Rings of Power Season 1, like, 0 out of 10. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I give it I a... can't. I can't I, rate I... it. It's just dull. It's so it's... dull. I mean, if you are a total Middle-Earth nerd, like, you love everything, watch it. If not, you are going to be so bored I, I was gonna say I feel like for your casual watchers like I wouldn't consider myself an avid like lover so no if you love the stuff then watch it this is probably gonna be up your alley but if you're not you're not missing anything no I'll tell you what you cannot miss though and if you haven't seen it you better turn your tail around and watch it House of the Dragon had zero right had zero chance in my mind to be anywhere even remotely good i was like we were like this is gonna be dumb they're gonna try it they're trying to capture lightning in a bottle twice dude they caught a whole thunderstorm in a bottle with this show show was that dude season one of house of the dragon was phenomenal i like if you think about it on paper it should not have been no this this first season was almost as good as like the sopranos first season where you're watching like i can't stop watching this 
they went through like three or four time jumps in a 10 episode season which is like its biggest negative in my opinion the fact that they went through so many time jumps and it still worked out very very well well because the thing is like when stuff like that the only issue with the time jumps is like character aging does not look like Kristen cole does not look like he aged a single day yeah i think it's to show uh, yeah because rhaenyra looks like she aged i mean she did age like 10 years but Kristen cole didn't age at all no he just existed and here's um, the thing they really struck gold it's amazing that they're able to get oh, the casting crew deserves like the biggest bonus checks of all time because the actors who play rhaenyra and allicent for young and old they look so similar yeah they, they they look believable like that person grew up and now looks like this person mm-hmm. and i forget like you go back to episode one to episode 10 so much like happened and it's still like fairly notable because i mean dude the first episode where there's that miscarriage um, that was tough that was tough. and then the last episode was... well it wasn't even a miscarriage it was a, it was a stillborn was it? I think. No, no, they was it was the C. They went. To, they did the C section, and it was. Oh yeah, yeah, the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, d- well, then Rhaenyra had a stillborn, and that was that was that was worse than. Rough. That was worse than the C section, in my opinion. It was. I had to cover my eyes. I was like, I can't. I'm like, this is too much for me right now. It was nuts. Um. But, I okay. You and I called it from the beginning. We knew that. Damon and Rainier were gonna get together. I was honestly like, if you didn't call, I don't know what show you were on. It was so obvious. Um, Yeah, it's just the character, like the characters in the show. Every week, I was like, I'm like, oh, I love Damon. The next episode, I'm like, I hate Damon. And the one episode, I'm like, I love Kristen Cole. And then after like episode three, I was like, I hate Kristen Cole. Um, I hated Allison pretty much the whole show. Up until the end, I kind of felt bad for her. Um, yeah, I did too. I liked Otto at the beginning. I hate Otto by the end. I didn't like Otto to begin with. I could tell Otto was a raven, just only there to get what he wanted. I'll tell you what, though. Dude, the guy who played Viserys, I, he, I, Viserys was my favorite character of the season. Everybody, oh, Viserys sucked his king. They talk about it in the show. He didn't want to be king. He just no, wanted he to study have. history and build models. He, Viserys was a nerd. That's like it's like taking a nerd and being like, "You are gonna run the United States of America." Like yes, a guy who doesn't want the job. I don't remember if they said it in the show or if I remember hearing it. Somebody say it, but basically, like if uh, Viserys was a king or if he was just like a regular lord and he had like his own home on the countryside. He would have had like a perfect life. He is not fit to be king. No. And they show that we're like Rainy because there's the it's either him or Princess Rainey's. Rainey's would have been such a better ruler than him. Oh, a hundred percent. Rainey's was baller. Her this and the sea snake, they're so cool. The sea snake dropped some of the sickest lines all season. Yeah. It, oh goodness gracious. Um. The third episode too, where Damon is fighting, what were they? Those like crab people? I don't know, Crab Man Magoo. That's what I'm gonna call them. Yeah, whatever that episode was, though, that was 
the fight with Damon where he's just covered in blood. That was yeah, sick. That, that was waving metal. the white flag and he's going through. That was that was pretty epic. I loved I, I, um, Millie Alcock. The I think that's how you pronounce her last name. The young actress who played Rhaenyra. She was phenomenal. That dude, both of them. I like after they finished with Millie and they went into that Emma Darcy. I was like, I'm like, okay, what's Emma gonna do? Because Emma, it, Emma identifies as they them, so we're gonna respect that. Um, oh, they, I'll just call them Emma. Yeah, Emma. I was like, what's Emma gonna do? I'm like, come on, Millie was Millie's Millie's my Rhaenyra. I'll tell you Emma. what, man, Emma Darcy took. She's like, nah, she. They said, <laughs> well, you thought that was cool, man. <laughs> you think that's cool? Watch this masterclass out of emma darcy the guy who played viserys i don't know i think it's patty constantine or something it is his name his first name's patty every patty. performance in this show was phenomenal there was no bad performances in this show even the, the young actors who played the children like the children for rhaenyra rhaenyra um jace uh, luke viserys i'm trying to think did they have another kid or no? It was just those two. Yeah, and then there were the girls from um, the Valerians. Yeah, the Valerians. Damon and his Damon and his Damon went through. Th- he's on his third wife. Yeah, season. and two of them <laughs> are related wives. to him. Yeah, <laughs> both of them are his nieces. Great, good job, Ooh. man. But yeah. Oh, I, okay. We gotta talk about this. People are like, oh, there are like articles. I like. How, like, oh, are they talking... mad about how Damon was uh, like choking out Rhaenyra? I mean, like that's glorifying domestic I violence. S- I mean, pe- people like no, 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 people no, no, who are no, like no, people. Who... Oh, sorry, you go. Here's the thing. I was gonna say, I saw that there was like a lot of uproar and hate against Damon's character because he was choking Rhaenyra's character in the tenth episode. Like, this is sexual assault. I'm like, he took her into these are characters. First off, in a fictional world, he took his niece into a brothel who was like. 13 years old and he was going to have sex with her and then he abandoned her and left her there so like this is completely in character for him yeah no and if people who think that's cool like if they think it's hot you're an idiot because that's that's abuse (laughs) you're stupid cosmopolis says house of the dragons taboo sex scenes are hot for a reason it's called incest and no it's not hot (laughs) you're weird that um, but the but, plot line of this first season like <coughs> the whole show for the most part the last like two episodes it like not episodes nine and ten oh my god they pulled out all the stops for that because the plot line is very simple where it's uh Viserys does not have at for like the first two or three episodes he doesn't have a true male heir to the throne he has his daughter Rhaenyra but of course, sexism exists in Westeros, as it does in this world. But basically, they, the people of Westeros, aren't a fan of Rhaenyra being the ruler of the Seven Kingdoms. So when he finally gets a firstborn, when he gets a son, then of course Otto Hightower and because Al- he forces Alicent. Otto's he's nasty. Otto's the worst. He's the, he's the villain of the season. Yeah, Otto's the villain. Um, because he's trying to get what he wants, and he's like, Ooh, "Go talk to the king. Go talk Wear to your the mother's king. dress. 
it's like oh my it's like you're nasty bro um speaking of nasty let's talk about lord Lara's. oh yo he's literally me <laughs> yeah really him and i are literally you lit you person. lit me and dad on fire in our own house no no him and i are both the same person though they asked me to film because we had so so much in common yeah right anyways um laris is uh, that guy's dangerous man he is gonna i think he's gonna die in the next season or one of the next few seasons he's uh he's similar to uh the bald man who varies no varies what did Tyrion call him? What was he like? Yeah, he, like oh. bash names. I guess. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember what the joke is. But he's a spy. He's little his yeah. birds. Yeah, he's the master of whispers, and that's what Lord Larry's is. Um, gosh, I'm just rethinking back to like so much crazy stuff that happened in the show, like the wedding between uh, Rhaenyra and lord corley's son the valerian who faked his death that was bananas as well um i'm thinking back to i think my favorite season of the whole my favorite my favorite scene from the whole season um it had to have been and it was like it was from what i've seen a gosh i'm forgetting so many words right now it was improvised. It was an improvised scene. And it was when Viserys was, uh, he walked in to the throne room when they were trying to make the decision of who should control the, what's the, what was that realm called for the sea snakes? Oh, Driftmark. Driftmark. It was like, who will get the, who will own Driftmark since they don't know what happened to Lord Corlys for the moment. And they're going through that, and Viserys walks in throne room, and he's wearing basically Mask of the Phantasm. Not Mask of the Phantasm, uh, Night of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera. I'm so off right now. <laughs> I'm My brain is fried today. He's wearing like a similar Phantom of the Opera mask. And when he's walking into the throne room and he's getting up to the throne, he like falls over and drops the crown. And Matt Smith doing everything that he can and more to like just carry his phenomenal acting performance and be the standout of the season picking up the crown and putting it on him and like grabbing his brother i that was such a good scene yeah it was it was good i i liked that that warmed my heart as a brother i was like Mm -hmm. oh he's just he loves his brother that's what i felt it because i mean he really had his best interest at heart i mean albeit he was very extreme because think about the beginning of the you think about how the first episode opened where he's killing all these like people in king's landing just i mean they were criminals they just went bonkers but he he didn't really go through due process i don't know if due process exists in westeros to be entirely honest with you but no it definitely doesn't but just the plot line of the first season where it's it's basically control over the iron throne which is always what it is in game of thrones but the fact that Rhaenyra does it was supposed to go to Rhaenyra and dumb Allison Hightower hears the series on his deathbed saying how uh, Aegon is going to be the ruler of the realm and save the realm. 
she thinks, of course, it's their Aegon. No, she it says Aegon's dream. He said Aegon's dream, it's you. He's talking. He thinks he's talking to Rhaenyra, but it's actually Alison. Because like Rhaenyra asked him, is, is is Aegon's dream true? The Song of Ice mm. and Fire. But yeah, it's it's a misinterpretation there. Because you know. then he dies, and that whole then plotline that sparks the the War of the Iron Throne was just. I'm very excited to see how it pans out. <coughs> I don't know, man, but. <coughs> Viserys did not love his other children as much as he loved Rhaenyra. No, and that, that was abundantly clear. Dude, Aegon... Okay, I changed my mind. Aemond is pretty cool. Okay, Aemond's not cool. He is just the, like... No, he's not misunderstood either. He's just, like, the most ruthless character in the show. He was viciously bullied as a child... But he I is a psychopath. I think he's a psychopath. He tried to bash his cousin's head in with a rock. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Forgot what do you mean he's happened. misunderstood? I think he will be misunderstood after what happened in the last episode where he... He did seem to have remorse. Yeah. Uh, not he, remorse. He I mean, he didn't want to... End, uh, Everybody's going to think that he did it on purpose. Nobody's going to believe him because he showed so much aggression towards uh, Rhaenyra and her children, his cousins. Dude, I, I don't know what, but like when Lysari's lands at Storm's End and you just see Vagar's head pick up in the distance, I'm like, no. Even worse is when he's flying on, I think it's like his dragon's name was Araxis or whatever, and he's flying away. And you see Vagar's shadow, like, above his dragon in the storm. Yeah. I, dude, I knew Lucerus was going to die once it started focusing on him so much. Like, after, yeah. before he left to go fly to meet with uh, the Baratheons. And it was, like, focusing on him. I was like, this is not going to end well. No, and that kid is now part of the ocean. Yeah. Which, it, dude... Damon and Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra's gonna go on a warpath. Yeah. And again, this yeah. takes place like 200-ish years, 150 years before like what we know Game of Thrones starts at. Uh-huh. And it feels like a completely completely different story, but I'm 100% invested. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> Honestly, I'm... J- I'm... S- I, I gotta rewatch the first season of Game of Thrones because, like, I'll tell you what, this blows the last however many seasons out of the water. Oh, it blows season seven and season eight out of the water for sure. Like, it's not even close. I think the only thing that those seasons have going for it is be I love those actors so much who played those characters. Like, I love Peter Dinklage as Tyrion Lannister. I love Kit Harington as Jon Snow. I love Amelia Clark as Daenerys, but I also love the fact that I don't know any of these actors besides Matt Smith. Matt yeah, Matt Smith's the man. The, this, oh god, I'm so excited to see as well how the Targaryen house falls, because we know that that's what's going to lead to at some point where like the Targaryen's name just is nothing. The Dance with Dragons, apparently it's coming. 
So there's going to be, apparently there's going to be like 42 dragons fighting each other at the same time. Or like an insane number of dragons fighting. Well, yeah, 42 might be a little too much. So pray for the VFX artists. They've probably been working on it for the past like five years. They're somewhere right now. Just like, uh, render. Please. But that's the thing, like uh, comparing Rings of Power and House of the Dragon, the visuals in House of the Dragon stunning compared to rings of power like there are some visuals in rings of power that are good but overall it's like mediocre out of 10 yeah i don't know man i don't know it's um rings of power does not hold a candle to house of the dragon it does not it really does not i would recommend house of the dragon you don't even have to have seen game of thrones to watch no. it I've been recommending it to people like, oh, I haven't seen Game of Thrones. I'm like, you don't, uh, you don't even need it. Honestly, you'd probably be better off without it because then you have no, like, expectations of the show going into it. Mm-hmm. And if you want to, you can watch Game of Thrones and, like, go into this, but you do not need to know how Game of Thrones ends. Like, maybe if you want to know more about, like, the prince that was promised and the long night stuff, then you can watch it because you'll get your unfortunately dull answer from that show, but... Yeah, I saw I saw something today saying uh, Benioff and Weiss. There was a report that they were talking about how they were thinking of having either the Hound or Brienne of Tarth kill the Night King instead of John because they said John is always the hero. So I like, called the hero. If it isn't, if it isn't the consequence of my own actions, I made a hero for seven seasons straight, and then he doesn't save the day. <laughs> Air, Air Stark, Air Arya, just like Air Jordan. Now that was pretty sick. I mean, when Arya came in, but still. Yeah, I don't know. That was stupid. Night King should have won. That would have been dope if he did win. Whatever. But House of the Dragon, it's easily, I mean, when we get to our end of the year review of shows, I mean, it's easily going to be in whatever, if we do top three or top five shows of the year, it's going to be in there, so. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta see how Andor wraps up here. Yeah. But I mean, this one definitely took me by surprise. 100% Easily. took me by surprise. And I was pleasantly yeah. I was pleasantly surprised with it as well. And yeah. I would probably give the season like a 9 out of 10. I uh, yeah, I got a bad episode. I'm going to go 9 and a half just because I don't know where I would take a full point away. But I, I can't give it 100% just because. Uh, honestly, okay, maybe a 9 because of some of, like, the time shift with some of the casting probably could have been done better. Yeah, I get wanting to keep the same actors, like, with Kristen Cole and that stuff. Um, but which like, I'm glad they did. It's, t- it's tough to buy when, like, you see other characters aging. Yeah, no, some of them was like, eh, I don't know about that. I don't know if I buy this because Eamon looks older than his mom. And he looks older than his older brother, but I don't know, whatever. Yeah. I I don't know, though. It was, it's very, very good. And I think it's episode seven, whichever one that Drift, where they're fighting over Driftmark and Damon decides that he's just going to be a criminal. Yeah. A murderer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan, though. Big, big fan. <laughs> 
excited to see where it goes. I I don't want to have expectations for the show or where I think it's going to go. I just want to see where they give us because I'll take whatever they give us at this point. Well, I, yeah, there's no way I could predict what was gonna what's gonna happen because I don't think I can predict Game of Thrones at all. Like it's just, no. but expectations. I am going to have expectations going into the next season. It's impossible for me to not have expectations after this season. Yeah, I agree. Like I'm expecting it to be as good as this season, if not better. I agree. But yeah, that's Rings of Power and House of the Dragon. Go watch Rings um, of Power. It's way more entertaining. Yeah. That will save you that if you got it this far. If you haven't figured it out. Yeah. House of the Dragon is way yeah. better. Um, and yeah, with that, I got nothing <laughs> else. two different things. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, somebody's sleepy <laughs> and somebody's not. Yeah, I'm, That's I'm me. sleepy. That's me. I'm, it's literally me. Anyways, yeah. I got nothing else. Do you? I do not. We will see you guys this next week with Andor. More Andor. More Bye Andor bye. Again. Bye.